desperate. There was once a sprawling population of beavers in the Black Canyon of the Colorado River. But once Hoover Dam was built, they migrated elsewhere out of pure jealousy. Okay. Everything all right, Mike? Hold on. All right now. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. I thought you were going to like burst a blood vessel laughing there. No. I'm I'm okay. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen. I liked your beaver joke. Yeah, yeah. That was a story about, uh, a real story about a family of beavers that were... uh, Do you uh, think they were really jealous though? Yeah, yeah. I mean, their livelihood was completely embarrassed by the uh, nature of man and the abilities that we hold as humans as the overlords of the earth. Yeah, that was a way better, way better dam than anything that beavers ever Oh my God, they they, they continue to try, but they constantly fail. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to 1990-what podcast about the 90s, a lot of shit from the 90s. I'm your host, Michael Joseph, across from me, who interrupted my... uh, my water consumption at the beginning of this episode with his own water consumption is the co-host of the show, Adam Michael. Adam. Good evening, Mike. I am Adam Michael. Yes. How are you? I'm doing good. How about you? Pretty good. How are you? How are you this week? How are you? This is a little bit later than uh, <coughs> we, we are. We are it doing is. this show the night after Pi Day. Yes, it is. Um, no... No frequent listener will be surprised to hear us say that it is a late hour. It's incredibly late. This one, this might be the latest we've ever started. <clears throat> it might Are we tired? Well, but daylight savings time is, has given us probably energy. Yeah, it's been a weird week. It, yeah, and I think like, that's why our energy levels are kind of fucked up by the nature yeah. of the sun rising earlier. Like it's late, but I'm not tired. I'm really not like, very tired. We can go all night. Yeah, we could. Let's do um, it. I uh, don't know. What don't you know? I don't know. I forgot. Today was uh, <clears throat> strange. It's spring break right now where we are from. And yep. um, at the restaurant, it just seems to be strangely, uh, I don't know, kind of busy. I guess today definitely was. Um, I was working making drinks and uh you know helping uh um that actually was pretty fucking cool i i liked that we're gonna we're gonna do that from time to time folks uh so so here's what i had for dinner uh fucking crazy ass shit so i went to the store and went to kroger and i got two packs of uh Pizza bagel bites, uh, mm. nine per box, so toast, eighteen toast. Oh, bagel bites, the, bagel bites, yeah. Or pepperoni. Oh, I thought you said pizza rolls earlier. Pizza rolls, bagel bites. I think I think pizza rolls is what they were called. Um, but I think bagel bite. That's the same thing. 
No, no. There's the there's the bagel bites, which are like pizza on a bagel. They're, that's the one. That's okay. the one I got. And but then they there's the pizza called... rolls that are really greasy and they're like oh, okay. little pockets. Yeah, of pizza no, that that's not what they were. Are okay. Super nuclear okay. hot. Well, the, yeah, mouth. no, th- yeah. These were the these were like the bagel bites, but that's not what they were called. They were Annie's. Okay. Annie's was the brand. Uncured. Oh, like, yeah, they make like a. Uh, Animal crackers and yeah. stuff, and my uh-huh. yeah, my kids eat that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So they make really good uh, uh, ba- bagel bites, and so I got those two boxes, cooked them all up, and then I bought a box of uh, Hostess powdered donuts. But before that, before I so I ate all eighteen of them, and I burned them a little bit. But I enjoy mm. crispy Ooh. bread. I enjoy it crispy and uh, blackened. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, okay. It's very bad for you, but I, but I did it anyway. Um, and then after that, I had two ding-dongs and then half the bag of powdered donuts. It was the only meal that I'd had all day, so I thought it would be okay to indulge in an abundance of hostess yeah. snacks and sugar after consuming a large amount of low-quality carbs, low-quality cheese, and fake-ass meat. Well, it sounds like you had the exact kind of meal that a middle schooler with a great amount of freedom would have. Yeah. Like one yeah. who had liberated themselves from their parents. Well, I hear Warren Buffett still eats like a child as well as our president, <laughs> Donnie T. Oh, yeah. Both are men that have acquired over $1 billion and a great uh, position in life mm. with uh, power and authority. And so if they can eat <laughs> like shit, so can I. All right. Well, cool. Uh, I had, I went to my parents' house. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a pretty long drive from where it works. I still have not gotten to see. Yeah, they their uh, new place. they moved up. It's a uh, it's in North Lake, and uh, it wouldn't be so bad if it weren't for traffic on thirty five. But yeah, what is DFW's turning into fucking Los Angeles or something? Yeah, well, at least it's like just straight line, you know. But it only took me about an hour to get there today, and uh, we had uh, like a. A Thai food kind of noodle dish that, that my mom made. And, yeah. Uh, it was really good. That it, sounds fucking yeah. amazing. And some some egg rolls. So, yeah. That sounds amazing. You know what I'd like to do soon is go to an Indian food buffet. Mm. I enjoy Indian food, but in buffet style. I don't really enjoy making one choice. I, I, I you want to sample? Rather, yeah. Yeah. Let's do it sometime. Yeah. That'd let's. Yeah. Yeah. And curry. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't know anything else about Indian food. That's all I know. Curry, red and green, right? I think so. Brown. Uh, uh, tiki masala. Tikka masala. Oh, okay. I've had that. Chicken tikka masala. I thought that was like Greek or something. No. Um. I like Mediterranean food. Yeah. Oh, you mean like a chicken shawarma? Mm, yes. And uh, or like, like gyro. lamb. Yeah. Gyro. Gyro meat. Gyro um, meat. Yeah, one time Andrew and Casey were having an argument, and they called me to settle it. Uh huh. And uh, you know, do you remember Lunch Plus? Yes. Right across the street from MacArthur High School. Yeah. Where we went to school. Uh huh. There was a place called Lunch Plus, and it was um, easy walking distance from my house. And so, long before I was in high school, we used to walk there and. And get gyros and these they had these awesome fried mushrooms with tzatziki sauce. Ah, tzatziki, Grecian dip. 
And uh, anyway, one time Andrew and Casey called me because Andrew knew that I knew how to pronounce the word gyro. Mm-hmm. And uh, Casey thought it was gyro. Yeah. And uh, he called me, three-way called me and said, all right, just tell me what it's called. You know, they, they did the thing where they didn't divulge who's who knew or who who said yeah. which, right? Yeah. And uh, to be funny and for comedic effect, I said gyro, and uh, and Andrew was very distraught. And yeah. uh, Casey laughed in victory, and uh, you know. Yeah, they had a very. I let my friend down that yeah, day. You did. They had a. <laughs> they were a good couple. Yeah, that, that was fun. Yeah. Times. Well, she's a hippie now, so. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I'm yeah. just kidding. No, that's great. It's fine. People choose what they want. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. To live in reality or not. Oh, okay. Well, that sounds a little. That sounds a little harsh, man. Well, like I said, I was saying what a hippie if, might say. You know. Yeah, something stupid. Perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps some people so. sometimes say stupid things. Yeah. Hippie or not. Really, just. Really, just hippies. <laughs> They smell. Uh, well, uh, hmm. and they're fucking stupid. Okay, there we go. Adam, <laughs> what are we what are we talking about tonight? What is the motherfucking subject in the asshole ass crust dick cheese? I don't know what any of that means, but we are after a few weeks of uh, doing some different stuff. We are returning to our bread and butter, a bread billboard butter. chart. Absolutely. And uh, not just any Billboard chart. The Alternative Songs chart from March 14th, 1998. 21 years ago. 1998. And because we're in the year 1998. Fucking eight. We've got a sorting hat for that year. Shake that shit. All right, Mike. Yeah, let me pick. Reach in here. All right, right into the asshole of the See goat. See what fate delivers unto us. Oh. This is not a goat. This is a sorting hat, this clearly. This fucking goat is constipated. I've got a piece of paper out the ass of this animal, and it says... Oh, Adam, what, what does that say? That says, Small Soldiers. Small fucking soldiers. This movie was fucking awesome. It's an awesome movie. Remember that the, um, what was it called versus the Commandos? Yeah, the uh, uh, Gorgons, I think. Uh, yeah, something, something like, that. like that. They were. Um, so they were like, all the, okay, it was a, it was a movie where Commando toys came to life. And uh, yeah. not in a good way, like on Toy Story, where everything's happy and nobody dies. Yeah. But in like a, uh, these toys are going insane and somebody's going to get hurt kind of way. Yeah. They were put uh, nuclear microchips in toys. These these things had the ability to learn. They already had incredible artificial intelligence within them. One, The commandos were always designed to win the battle. The gorgons or whatever they were called were designed to constantly lose. But the trick was that they were also designed to learn as well. So uh, wherein lies the... Uh, the you know the question of whether or not they 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 could have learned to defeat the commandos that was kind of always up in the air. Um, 
pretty cool movie. Yeah, I remember it. It was like I was really excited for this movie to come out. Yeah, I did not see it in theaters. I had I waited until it was out at Blockbuster. I think we probably rented it on VHS eventually. Maybe DVD. This movie, um, I remember this movie being one of the first uh, movies I saw when we had when we first got satellite television. Oh yeah. When we had HBO, U.S. Marshals and Small Soldiers were the two movies mm. that were playing over and over again. Well, that's very fitting because those both have Tommy Lee Jones. They do. The main soldier on the uh, the Commandos was voiced by Tommy Lee Jones. Holy fuck! You're right. And he. Uh, this movie looked really cool. Like the toys looked awesome. Yeah, they did. And they uh, do. They still do. They uh, they had a like the bad guy or what was supposed to be the bad guys ended up being good guys, peaceful. Yes. And then the the soldiers were supposed to be heroic, mm-hmm. but they went insane and like started trying to harm people and, and all in an effort to defeat the uh, the gorgons. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm pretty sure that's what they were called. Yeah. But I guess they saw the human beings as getting in the way of exactly. their final solution, so to speak. Oh, the final and, solution. Uh, the final, well, that's where uh, Hitler was trying to kill all the Jews. Yes. So now was. I've taken that phrase and brought it to something not so sinister. So you're welcome, historians, for correcting one of the uh, the malice of history. One of the Gorgons was uh, really cool looking. His name was Insaniac. He was, like, purple, and he had, like, dreadlocks. Yeah, yeah. I got a figure of that for my brother for Christmas, my brother Jake. Yeah. Um, So, yes, that is the movie Small Soldiers, 1998 film. Um, If you want some nostalgia in your life, check that one out. We heard a little bit of the score of that movie. Yeah, a little bit of it. A little bit. Um, Kirsten Dunst, I believe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she was. I don't know. Uh many of the other uh, David Cross was in it yeah he was one of the scientists yeah that the um, toy making company mm-hmm. yeah I don't remember a lot about it I haven't seen it in a long time I think I only saw it once or twice it was also the dad from uh, who was also the dad in Transformers oh really it's Sam Witwicky's dad yeah yeah the huh. Wit, uh, Witwicky um, I think yeah I think it was the same which is funny because yeah. the, both of those are, you know, about yeah, machines or coming something. to life and like yeah. the beloved. Uh, yeah. So I'm putting my hand in the in the hat. This is again. also a 1998 movie. We're gonna do two movies. We're two movies. Two movies. Ah, I love movies, man. There Fucking were movies, especially in the 90s. Oh. Oh my gosh. Mike, what does that say? Ladies and gentlemen, what a wonderful day to celebrate Pi Day. A bl- Speaking of all the food that I fucking ate for dinner, you might see a meal like that in this movie that I've chosen out of the sorting hat, Half-Baked. Half-Baked? What is this? Featuring Dave Chappelle. Have you not seen this, Adam? I have seen this. One time. Kind of yeah. similar to the other one. Um, so you would watch a movie like this and then follow me to Kroger. Uh-huh. Where I will inevitably get the foods that you are craving. However, I will not be stoned because I suffer from anxiety, and marijuana exacerbates that problem. Mm. Yeah, so that's why I drink a lot. So this was like um, we talked about Office Space last week in totally. an yeah. Office Space dedicated episode. Yeah, and I told you that um, somebody brought this movie to theater. Yeah. Or that movie. And same with this. Somebody brought this into theater and popped it in. And that's the only time I ever saw this movie. One one time. 
Uh, I remember Jim Brewer being hilarious. Yeah, Dave Chappelle, even better. Um, I remember a scene where somebody quit their job and was like cursing everybody out, but then there was one guy, he said, you're cool, but he gave everybody else the finger. Yeah. Um, is, that, is that accurate to this movie? Uh, shit, dude. Oh, man. I, I don't know. Are, are you talking about Jerry Maguire? No, because that's a that's no, a I've part. That's a that. you know, oh, dude. Jerry Maguire is a great movie. I the one part of Jerry Maguire I've seen is when he's seeing uh, Free Fallen. Yeah, he they just car. signed they just signed like the number one draft pick for the NFL, and he was celebrating in his car alone, trying to pick a song in order to kind of uh, you know help be fitting with his celebration. And uh, Free Fallen by Tom Petty seemed to fit the yes. mold just right. Well, this is a Coolio from the Half-Baked soundtrack. I'm in love with Mary Jane. Is he talking about the girl from Spider-Man? Yes. Okay, cool. Another Kirsten Dunst reference. Wow, we're really, you know, belt buckling all kinds of things together within yeah, our personal lives and the, uh, you know, uh, the things that we're talking Mike, about tonight. This all works so well. I'd like to introduce our special guest tonight, Kirsten Dunst. Where? Oh, Kirsten. Hey. She must, uh, uh, no, she's not here. She's not here. She oh. must be late. We'll get to her later, I guess. Absolutely. Yes, we will. Um, do you know this Coolio song? No, no. I've ne- uh, I do remember it from the soundtrack. I also remember the candy bar Abba Zabba. Oh, yeah. They, the, they ate. With the, uh, like, the checkered yeah, packaging. Yeah, it's pink or yellow. Yeah, uh, I never had that until... Um, Andrew Savage brought a- me some in high school. Abba Zabba. Yeah, he liked those. In the yeah, he only liked them because he saw Half Baked and he wanted to kind of relive the movie. I remember him uh, also liking that they were kosher. That's also just a trendy thing he used to do. <laughs> it was bullshit. I'm just kidding. I don't I have no idea. Happy birthday to the guy. Absolutely. Know. Happy birthday, Andrew. You know I mean you no know, disrespect. I love you so much. I could not be more proud of you. Um... You're a symbol to what it means to... To be an American. To to be an American. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is UB40 with I Get Lifted. Also. Dude, Jon Stewart was in that movie. Willie Nelson was in that movie. Is that where that Bob, uh, Bob Saget scene comes from? Bob Saget, I don't know if he's in that movie. Okay, hang on. I'm out. I'm going to search this on YouTube. Hang on. I'm yeah. sure. This is hilarious. You'll, you'll remember this. I've, I've yeah. seen this on YouTube videos. Speaking of Andrew, he offered me marijuana my first time under a tree in my neighborhood after we watched this movie at my house while he was sleeping over. And then we walked around the neighborhood and just oh, kind of wasted time. And I realized something. I was a real irritable guy when I wasn't smoking marijuana. I couldn't stop thinking about getting high. And that's when I decided it was time to get help. Hi, everyone. Rehab. My name is Thurgood. Hi. I'm here today because I'm addicted to marijuana. You went here for some marijuana? Marijuana? Man, this is some bullshit. Marijuana is not a drug. I used to suck dick for coke. I seen them. 
Now that's an addiction, man. <laughs> His head bumps. You ever suck some dick for marijuana? Huh? No. No. Yeah. I can't say I have. <clears throat> I didn't think so. Yeah, that's Bob Saget. Thank you, Bob. He says people will like say that to him when he's out with his family. <laughs> really? Do you ever suck dick for, <laughs> for marijuana? Really? Yeah. God. Yeah, he uh, he can't escape it, but you know. That's fucked up, y'all. Hey, everybody out there, don't do that shit. All right. Please well, don't fucking do that. Let's do uh, let's do one more thing from the Sorting Hat. One more thing from the oh, Sorting Hat. What we got, Adam? What we got from this this, uh, this sort of a video game from the year nineteen ninety eight. Ladies and gentlemen, video games. My hand is in the hat. There's only I'm, a few things in here. Uh, a couple things. I'm picking one. I literally felt maybe two or three things. And I have chosen. Hold on. I can't fucking. I don't want to Steve Harvey this. Oh, wow. Uh, Metal Gear Solid. I got to be honest. I understand that this game was incredibly popular, but I don't know anything about it. Do you? Oh, really? Uh, it's like a. It's like a spy game. Like. Um, I played it on PlayStation in my friend's house. I talked about it before. It was like where I played most of the PlayStation stuff I played because ours broke pretty much as soon as we got it. We never got it fixed. Um, Wh- but which system? PlayStation. PlayStation. Sony PlayStation, the first one. And um, let me see if I can find some music from it. But it was it was cool. You had to like sneak around and like try not to get seen by bad guys, or else you'd have to fight them and you know, murder them. Wow, that sounds awesome. And, uh, yeah, it was like... So kind of like the game Hitman? I don't know. I never played Hitman. Uh, Hitman was fucking awesome. Let's see. But um, it was like, you know, it was the first game I'd ever played like that. It was uh, pretty different. And it was... I remember the guy's name was like Snake... Um, there's probably a lot of fans of this game out here who, who wish we knew it and loved it better. But yeah, I do sorry. have fond memories sorry, of guys. it. And it was like really cool, kind of high-tech stuff. And, uh, you know, just a cool look. Unlike anything I'd played before. Anyhow, since... Uh, yeah. Well, I, I fucking wish I had more to say. I've got nothing to say. That's all right. We'll do another video game from 1998. Let's do a fucking another one. The uh, the second part of this uh, episode next week. So, no worries. Cool. Tonight, we're going to listen to Alternative Songs Chart from this week in... 1998, 21 years ago. No way. All right. So tonight we're going from 40 to 21. What do we got? We're going to start things off with a lady named Sarah McLaughlin in a song called Sweet Surrender. Huh. I, I like several of her songs. This is from her... Eight-time platinum album, Surfacing. Yeah, she was incredibly successful. Still is. Yeah, I 
Oh yeah, I remember the shit out of this. Dude, yeah. Oh my god. I, I really like it, man. I, I actually really enjoy this very much. Yeah, it's a beautiful chorus. Yeah, it's great. That was like almost as good as Brian Adams. Almost, but yeah. how could it be? Definitely, as good? yeah. It definitely, can't, it I'm, can't fully get there. It was almost, yeah. That was almost like Def Leppard good. <laughs> oh my gosh! Do you not denigrate this music like that? I know. This I, 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 I kind of feel bad saying that because I, I do <laughs> like Sarah McLaughlin's song. Uh, so many of her songs, I think, are absolutely great. She's a great songwriter. This spent 20 weeks on this chart. Peaked at number 14. Beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. Shit. Nice. Very, Thank very you, nice. Thank you, Sarah. Good mood. That was Good that mood. was beautiful. What a wonderful start. All right. What a wonderful start. At number 39, we have a ska band. <coughs> this is Save Ferris with Goodbye. I don't know if I recall. at all it's totally fucking different from what we just heard which I like that I, I like the differentiation and the exploration hear those stock chords underneath them. oh well fuck Yes, I don't remember this song, but I, I remember their cover of Come On Eileen. Do you remember that? I don't remember that, no. I think it was on a movie. I don't know which one. This is off of their record, It Means Everything. Spent eight weeks on the chart. Peaked at number 32. Save Ferris with Goodbye. Their, their name, their band name, Save Ferris. From the movie Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's right. People uh, wrote that like on their binders and stuff when they thought Ferris Bueller was sick and bad dying. When actually he was out being uh, evil. I would not say evil, Adam. I enjoy <laughs> rule breakers. <laughs> I am one myself. Hmm. Here, here's, here's, a, here's a contest. Uh, for those of you that work with me at the restaurant, why don't we? Why don't we have? Well, let's play a little. Let's play a little game. Let's play a little game. Why don't you approach me next time you see me, and try and guess the thing I stole from work tonight? Oh my gosh! Try and guess what it was that I pocketed, lifted, and brought to my house 
It didn't belong to me, but it does now. What is that thing that I have stolen? Of Take course, Mike is only joking. He would never steal from work, and uh, he's doing this solely for a comedic effect. Sure. <laughs> Next song, Adam. Okay, Mr. Bueller. <clears throat> God damn right. I okay, am. at number 38, we have uh, one thing I've noted tonight. <laughs> there are a lot of one-hit wonders on really? the list. Really? That's exciting. Yeah. That's extra nostalgic. Now, I don't even know who this is. This is Huffamoose. What the fuck is that? Huffamoose with a song called Wait, and I have not heard this. I approved of that guitar tone. Adam, can I have some water? Oh, please do. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Mike is going to pour himself some seltzer water from the SodaStream bottle. We are now sponsored by SodaStream. Or at least we should be. Dude, ska and reggae type of shit would yeah. seem to really be the thing this year. Yeah, this was uh, this was the year ska came back. I could be into this. I don't know, man. It's it's okay. I know if I liked it, you would uh, take an opposite no, you know, stance. No, I, I don't. <laughs> it, I, I like the oddness. It's a fucking oddball. Ooh, what was what that? the fuck was that Kirby type yes. shit that just happened? Like he blew out stars out of his fat mouth. I am here for this song. <laughs> Wait by Huffamoose. This is off the album. We've been had again. It did not go gold or platinum. <laughs> Six weeks on this chart, peaked at number 34. I like how you it did not go gold and it didn't go platinum. <laughs> if it didn't go it gold. It failed to go gold and, surprise, it also failed to go platinum. Huffamoose, <laughs> you guys fucking suck. The panda losers. But I really, I kind of love this song right now. I have it's to trade it down. It's charming. But I I'm do charmed. like that a lot. I'm charmed. That's going on our playlist. I'm charmed. I am charmed also. To steal your phrase. It's fucked up, dude. Okay. I love this song. This was big. Holy shit. 37. Holy shit, dude. Yes. Fuel shimmer. Oh my god. Dude, the memories are hitting me really fucking hard right now. Right? Dude, it's like I'm in a race car and all my memories are going by so fast, but I can see every single one of them. Everything is like a blur, but it's clear before me now. God, my heart is pounding. I yield to this feeling. Well, here and now, will we ever be again? 
Here it comes, motherfucker. Seriously, just fucking sitting here thinking about the past. It's beautiful. It is. This reminds me of when I first started listening to the radio on my own, you know? Uh, meaning alternative radio. I, I listened to some KVIL, you know, some, some light rock, and uh, some uh, some uh, Kiss FM, yeah, man, some who, pop hits. You know, who, who the fuck was driving the car? Well, my mommy. Yeah, man. So you're listening to her radio. Well, I mean, I, I had also, like, turned it on on my, on my own. Sure, sure, yeah. But, yeah, th- this was, like, when I started listening to The Edge. Yeah, This I song was too. all over The Edge. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah. And, I, yeah, I, I really liked this song, you know. Yeah, it's a great song. I, uh... I bought my... My brother, Matt. I bought the next CD, um... Something, something like human or something more than human or something like that. Oh, uh, the the next fuel record. The next fuel album. It mm. had a like a it had hemorrhage on it. Oh yeah, yeah. And I bought him that um, because I loved this song so much. I never heard the whole record or anything. Yeah. Um. By the way, that was off the album Sunburn, which went platinum. Spent thirty one weeks on the chart, peaked at number two. Damn. Um. But I didn't really like the. Uh, the next one. The next one. Um, yeah, that there. There was nothing that sounded like Shimmer, you know. Yeah. It was a such a '90s sound and just such. Oh a, man, yeah. I don't know. Such a great, great sounding song. Alternative radio in the '90s. If you want to know what it sounded like. That's that's Shimmer it. Yeah. By Fuel. Yeah, man. All right. Yeah, absolutely. Fucking. Ass. Juana's Addiction. Wait a second. This album was released in like 1989. 1988. That is right. That's right, Mike. But I believe because they made a music video for it yeah. in uh, 1998, it was charting. Yeah, I remember the hell. Yeah, this fucking awesome album. Nothing's shocking. That's like right. Jane's addiction. Nothing shocking. The Los Angeles band that was signed because Guns N' Roses convinced their label to do it. They were huge fans of this band. Whoa, I didn't and, know um, that. And they, they were like, "Yeah, you guys got to sign this band. They're fucking amazing." And they did. And they blew up. Perry Farrell created the Lollapalooza Festival, which actually 
propelled a lot of these types of bands that even when Lollapalooza first started, it was kind of an underground thing. There were bands that weren't really on the radio. Um, it introduced a lot of bands later, like in the 90s, they had Tool, uh, I think Marilyn Manson, um, uh, Rage Against the Machine, lots of uh, great groups. Well, this ended up spending nine weeks on the chart. I don't know if that was all in 1998 or if it charted on the alternative chart before then in the 80s. I have no idea. But it peaked at number six. This is from the Platinum album, Nothing Shocking. As he said, the 1988 album, Jane Says by Jane's Addiction at number 36. This is not a 90s song. No, it's not. But but it but it kind of is though. We're technically restricted from ever playing it again because uh, we cannot stray from the '90s, or else we'll be shut down. Oh fuck, that's right. That yeah, that is what they told us. <sighs> it's a legal thing. No, it is. Right. We we did. We got a couple of phone calls uh, a week ago, mm-hmm. and Adam and I uh, were put under restrictions. Water. But hey, guys, you should see the checks that are coming in now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Holy if fuck. you could see them, you <laughs> we we, we wrote. What you're doing. We we wrote a letter back saying whatever you want. You tell us what the fuck to do. They said keep so these babies keep rolling. Drinking in. that Soda Stream seltzer water, we'll give you all the money you want. You'll never work a day in your lives. And so Mike started stealing from work. I did. Well, we thought, you know, actively what would be funny? trying to lose you, his you, job. You know what would be funny? You know what would be funny? <laughs> if I got fired, but in the, in the most hilarious way, I'll just start compiling things from work. Oh, that came in uh, more immediately than I thought it would. What is this? This is number 35, Mike. God Lives Underwater is the artist. From Your Mouth is the song title. Life in the so-called <laughs> space age is the album. What the fuck is this? God lives underwater. God lives underwater. From your mouth. Sometimes not fair. Oh, that's true. That's true. Like how much we get paid for this podcast. Seriously, that is not, not fair. <laughs> I knew if we just kept going... You know, Fifteen weeks on the chart. This peaked at number seventeen. This reminds me of the Avalanches. I don't even know who the fuck that is. Okay, well, huh? They have a song called "Frontier Psychologist." I think you might like it. <laughs> what do you think? Honestly, I don't hate it. Do you love it? No, not at all. <laughs> no. What the 
fuck is this? Is it trip hop? No, trip hop is much slower. Is it techno? Uh, this techno abuse. Yeah, you know, like it's like they listened to the Chemical Brothers a lot, and maybe, maybe, maybe they were around when Fatboy Slim was coming out. Ah, uh, yeah. And they thought, oh, I'll give this a shot, and they charted. You know, and this was still a time in the music industry when, you know, you just, if if you were good at, uh, you know, kind of uh, mimicking what was really hot at the time, you could become successful. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of people um, accuse the band Bush of having success uh, because of uh, that very reason. Uh, uh, really? That's are, so weird. Are you serious? So we go from From Your Mouth to Mouth by Bush. Are you serious? Yeah, man. That's weird. We've done that so many times you just, during this show, though. You, you just you know? brought up the band Bush out of nowhere, and it's her next song. Mike does not know what we're playing, guys. I've got no, the list I, I here don't. in front of me. I've got the playlist on my phone. No, I, we've done things like that, though, before. Yeah, that's creepy. Like, really? And well, it even know. has the same, you know. You know, hey, you know what's really also weird? What? The amount of money that we make. Yeah, we're going to get a bonus for this little do you think happenstance they'll, do you think they'll, coincidence. They'll, they'll give us more yeah. because of the weird things that happen. Yeah. I actually really We're going like to be able to get summer homes. Ooh, like small, small ones, but we'll, 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 we'll have them. Yeah. I actually really like this song. It's incredibly depressing. It sounds like such a drudging, melancholy, you know, uh, Charlie Brown kind of guy who's can't find a shower. is from the three-time platinum Bush album, Razorblade Suitcase. Really like that album. I like that album. 23 weeks on this chart. This peaked at number five. I'm still weirded out, Adam, by that coincidence. That is so and weird. Just, well, just because of the number of times that we've had that kind of coincidence yeah. happen. Has it always been because of me, or have some of them been you? I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'll go through the archives and uh, let you know. Uh, yeah, man, this song rocks. I like it. Like your It's just so. St- it's not. It doesn't sound like a a song that was on the radio this much, you know. It wasn't. And a, well, lot, a lot of this album is really kind of like this. This really kind of like, not, it's and it's almost not sad. It's it's almost like, yeah, like evil. Like this, the singles on Sixteen Stone were like so radio made friendly. to be radio yeah. hits. Yeah, and this this no. spent twenty three weeks. When I went to the Billboard alternative section of Bush's uh, whatever page there, this was uh, pretty near the top. Like, within the top four or five, this is one of their biggest hits on the alternative chart. Maybe people appreciated the different, you know, the difference. Because, I mean, I remember hearing Razorblade Suitcase, suitcase and because even the production, it's like they lowered the quality on purpose. They uh-huh. wanted to sound even more raw. I think Steve Albini was the 
uh, they got him to be the engineer. Oh, did they record. for that? Yeah. Oh, that would make sense. Yeah, and uh, all right. I actually like this song. This is Shelf in the Room by Days of the New from the album Days of the New at number 33. Platinum album, self-titled. This spent 16 weeks on the chart, peaked at number 22. It's nice to hear some acoustic guitar after the last two kind of... Yeah, I always kind of like this song. I only, I only kind of like this. I used to like it a lot more than I do. Yeah. But they, they, it did get played like a fuck ton on the radio. I remember hearing this shit all the time. I don't know. Kind of a yeah, yeah. It sounds uh, like something I should like, but it kind of bores me. Uh, I, I, I nah, I'm not into it anymore. Oh my gosh, this is a this is a weird thing right here. At number thirty-two, we have the Cherry Poppin' Daddies with Zoot Suit Riot. I I remember this song. Swing revival. It was a Brian Setzer Orchestra, and this came out around the same time. And uh, so I went to uh, my church had monthly youth dances, and uh, there were a group of kids who liked to swing dance and show off their swing dance abilities to songs like this. Were they any good? Band. Uh, yeah, some of them were pretty good. Um, my, my friend Robert was pretty good, and he and his girlfriend would get out there and, and do the swing dance stuff. And, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of weird. There's like a revival of this kind of thing. The 90s were weird, man. You know? They were, yeah. Ska came back, and uh, Swing came back, and... I wasn't into this. At, like at the same time, and there's a lot of horns going on. Yeah, I. Uh, I kind of liked it, but uh, by the time I really like discovered what kind of music I liked, I kind of didn't like it so much anymore. You know. And I, I haven't heard this in 
a long time. Yeah, I do. I remember the music video, particularly the music video. Oh, I, I don't, saw it a lot. I, don't I think MT, MTV like? Two, MTV Two. Yeah, totally. So, uh, two-time platinum, self-titled, or I'm sorry, the album was not self-titled. It was called Zoot Suit Riot. Twenty-five weeks on the chart, that peaked at number fifteen. Pretty cool. Next at number thirty-one, we have Space Hog with Mungo City off of the Chinese album. No, man, In the Meantime is a fucking legendary song. Will you be surprised to learn that this failed to go gold? Well, did it... I mean, did it go... Did it go platinum? You see, Mike, uh, failing to go gold ought to indicate to you that it did not go platinum. It could not go what? platinum. Mike, you see, Mike. I don't understand. These are sales numbers. Oh. Going gold oh. indicates selling half a million units. Going platinum, likewise, indicates selling a million units. Oh. In America, you know. Oh, know. okay. In the United States. <clears throat> yes, Mike. Mike knows that. I'm sorry for patronizing you. Mike. That's okay, Adam. I hope That's I didn't all right. make you feel dumb. No, you didn't. What the? F- What what the fuck is this? This is Corner Shop with Brimful of Asha. Oh, I remember this. This is at number 30. Let's see. I, I don't like it. 
album title is When I Was Born for the Seventh Time. Damn. 21 weeks on the chart. Peaked at number 16. Okay. I appreciate the uh, the giddy spirit of it. Brim full of Asha on the 45. Okay, that uh, was weird. No, no, I, I'm not into it. Now we have Mono with Life in Mono. Number 29. This spent nine weeks on the chart. Peaked at number 28 from the album Formica Blues. This is probably closer related to trip hop than the. Uh... Ah. Are you tripping? Fuck yeah, dude. Are you hopping? Whoa. Sneaker pimps? Is that the yep. trip hop song? Trip, yeah. mm-hmm. Six Underground. It's totally a trip hop song. I like trip hop. You like this? I do not hate this. Oh, weird. Because I do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. No, I don't. I'm, I'm kidding. This sounds like Count Chocula's house. Ooh. You know, my, my wife and I were talking. Um, the boys said booberry at dinner last night when we were having a fruit salad with blueberries in it. Blueberry. Like, hey, isn't that a name of a cereal? Neither of us had ever had any of the uh, the monster breakfast cereals like uh, booberry. Or Frankenberry or Count Chocula. In fact, I don't even know what else there is, but we've never had any of those. Yeah. And we vowed that uh, this year. Did they only come out at Halloween or are they out all year long? I don't actually know. Well, we're going to try them this year. Whether or not that's near Halloween or not is yet to be. I'm going to turn this down because I am not into it. You know what? I enjoyed it. But uh, yeah, I will let you know. If those cereals are any good. Did you ever have any of those? No, actually, I didn't either. I'd like to try them as well. Mm. I was really pissed because Rice Krispies recently came out with a strawberry Rice Krispies. And um, I thought that that was going to be a permanent thing. It fucking wasn't. It's It's gone gone already? It's fucking gone. That's too bad. Yeah. That's too bad. I do not know what what to expect from this track. (coughs) Thinly Quay with Sunday Shining. Lots of lots of unknown names on this list. Yeah, tonight. yeah, true. Make it. Who is the fucking dude who just decided? Can I give me? All of the record labels give me the fucking weirdest shit. Uh-huh. The things that you're certain would otherwise otherwise never make it. 
to the light of day. Let, let me hear. Let me hear what you've got. Let me hear your shit. It was the '90s. It was the late '90s, and uh, I don't know. Uh, Finley yeah, Quay. I fucking hate this. This is a. Uh, from the album Maverick A Strike Maverick A Strike That's just stupid, I don't like it What does that mean, Maverick A Strike? Is that a verb, Maverick? Maverick A Strike 11 weeks on the chart This pizza number 26 And it sucks I'm not into it God, at all I'm sorry, Mike Starting to get pissed. Wish we hadn't played that, but I'll just add it to my wish list. I'm getting mad now. Which is the name of this song? (laughs) No, I'm not. I'm I'm in a terrible mood. This is Wish List by Pearl Jam from Yield. Mike, you know what? 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 I owe you a Pearl Jam CD. Really? Yeah. Remember the time you let me borrow Versus? Yeah. It got stolen out of my car. In my disc, man. And, uh, oh, man, I didn't know. No, yeah, you knew. You knew back then. It was a long time ago. It was like 2003. That's terrible. I, I need to get you that album. I've always meant to do it. And I saw it at Half Price Books recently, and I was like, I should get that. But then I left without buying anything. That's, that's okay. I, I, I think I've got it on my iPod. All right. Water under the bridge. Yeah. So much under there that it's fucking dried up. And the bridge is cracked. Riverbed. But it's fine because we have airplanes. Oh man, the bridge collapsed. It did. Well, we have airplanes now. I can get get too much faster. This is number 27 tonight. This spent 26 weeks on the chart. Peaked at number 6. Yeah, this was a huge album. Beautiful song from the platinum album Yield Wishlist by Pearl Jam. We played quite a lot of Pearl Jam and quite a lot of Pearl Jam that I did not know before. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful line. He wishes he was the full moon shining off of Camaro's hood. Yeah, it's uh, pretty poetic, Eddie. That's never coming true, though. Like, never. Eddie, you're not a moon. He's never going to be a moon. No. Especially a full moon. Like, No. And if he ever is, there will not be Camaros on which to shine. It's a sad thing to say, Adam. I'm sorry. What the fuck is this? Sounds a little familiar. Oh, wow, really? It's a bit early in the midnight out for me. Oasis. To go through all the things that I wanna be. Do you know when they wrote uh Noel wrote this song? He wrote this song back in like nineteen ninety two. He sat on it for five or six years? Yeah. That's patience. Did he just uh, 
did it just take that long to record? Because this is like a 10-minute song with a two-and-a-half-minute reprise. Wow. Uh, there, there are a lot of better Oasis songs. No, no, hang on. Listen to this. Listen to this chorus. If you write that chorus, you know you've got a hit on your hands, right? Sure. I mean, I don't know. I just, I don't know, man. I never, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm a, I, I like Oasis. I'm a big fan. Yeah, yeah, I know that. Uh, this is one of those things that just makes me feel like Noel's obsession with his uh, own genius is kind of warranted. He's a great songwriter, there's no doubt. Yeah. Okay, I want I want to hear this. That's a great pre-chorus too. Nine weeks on the chart. Peaked at number 15. From the platinum album, Be Here Now. Oasis at number 26 with All Around the World. I don't know. This is one of my favorite Oasis songs. The top top three. That's cool, man. Champagne Supernova. Wow, dude. No? Dude, that song, I'm so I've got this memory of that, of that song. song. I've got this memory of uh, being in my friend's older brother's Jeep and uh, hearing that song on the radio and uh, then not knowing what it was for a long time, for like years. Didn't yeah. know what it was because like, I wasn't plugged in to Oasis yeah. back yeah. when I was a little kid, you know? And um, when I found it, I just... I was like, oh, finally. I remembered the uh, Where Were You while we were getting high line and the slowly walking down the hall faster than a cannonball line. And when I finally found that song and found that it was Oasis, the song title, Champagne Supernova, I was very, very happy. That's That's cool, man. That's a cool story. That's great. Okay. I accept that. I don't know what my number one Oasis song is. It probably sucks. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It might be Acquiescence. <laughs> I think that's a cool song. <laughs> I Acquiescence? Don't know, I don't know that one. Sorry I said that your favorite Oasis song probably sucks. That was, that was Acquiescence funny. is a great song, dude. I also like a song called The Hindu Times from the album Heathen Chemistry, which came Ooh. out in, I think, 2006. That's a... I also like the song Lila that came out in oh, 2000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
nine uh, on the album Don't Believe the Truth. And I also like the song The Shock of the Lightning, which yep. came out later. Um, I used to like All the song. Stuff. Um, also, Rock and Roll Star, track one on their first record. Totally fucking just awesome. Um, Up in the Sky on... Uh, on on the first on the first record as well, um, man, a lot of a lot of good shit. Yeah. Okay. Don't look back in anger. There it is. That's my number two, and all around the world is my number three. Uh, also, uh, cast no shadow. Great fucking song. Twenty-five. We have Big Wreck with a song called "The Oaf." terrible mood fucking hideously angry oh this is good i fucking hate this so fucking much no this is really good it's kind of bluesy fucking i hate it i hate it i'm angry i'm upset that you're happy about how i feel listen to this this is cool Nine weeks on the chart, peaked at number 24 from the album In Loving Memory Of. Once again, that's Big Wreck with the Oaf. It kind of reminds me of Stone Temple Pilots a lot. You hear that? Kind of like Dean DeLeo. You're very mad. Dean DeLeo is so much fucking better than this guy. Uh-huh. Scott Weiland? No. This dude is fucking bullshit compared to Scott Weiland. Scott Weiland was an amazing rock and roll vocalist. Uh-huh. This is so stupid. Yeah, that was cool. I fucking hated I that shit so much. I can't wait to play much. that song again. I really fucking hated that shit. We're going to do this chart again no. someday just to replay that song. I was stupid. You're fired, Adam. You cannot fire me. This is my show. That's not true. This is my podcast. <laughs> You're a guest here in my home. <laughs> that, now that's true. <laughs> that is true. Dude, what is this moody bullshit? 
Oh my god. This is the bare naked ladies. Canada's out. I knew it sounded like a fucking two year old with diarrhea. <laughs> I've had one of those in my house in recent days. That's disgusting. He lives here. I'm leaving. <laughs> This is from their album, Gordon. <laughs> this song is called Brian Wilson. What are they trying to make him mad? I knew they were gonna. I knew they were gonna make a terrible decision with the music, <laughs> and they succeeded. <laughs> yes, uh, I knew it. I knew it. Your hatred fuels me. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> yeah. God, this is terrible. <laughs> 14 weeks on the chart, peaked at number 23. Do you think Marcus Mumford heard this song and decided to start the band Mumford and Sons? Like this album went platinum. Really did in it. In Canada. Oh, in Canada? That's yeah. like 100,000 sales or something like that in Canada. Yeah. No, that's like 25 sales and they give you a platinum. <clears throat> so you think this this is a terrible musical I fucking decision. hate this shit so much. I'm... I'm we're going to go ahead and listen to the next two minutes and 50 seconds of the song. Please, could we not? Let's hear it to completion tonight. We're going all the way tonight. <laughs> See, you know, like, you know, there's people there's people that listen to this show, and, and I've, <laughs> I've been told by people that I know listen to it, and they say, dude, Adam totally does all the work. And, and, and I say, well, th- that comes at a price for me, right? Because it controls the bullshit. So right now, right now, I want everyone to know that this is my... Welcome you know, to 1990. You know, this is the cross that I fucking bear right now. Okay? We're going all the way with Bare Naked Ladies and Brian Wilson. No, I'm kidding, Mike. I'll fade it I, down. I, 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 <laughs> I don't know why that, that idea of going, you know, listening to the entire song just cracked me up at this late hour. It's almost too... Uh, we're feeling it now. We we really are feeling it. All right. Here's a song everybody knows and uh, has heard probably too many times in their life. And this is its first week on the chart. Uh, this is totally welcomed right now. Closing time by Semisonic. Number 23. Closing time. What the fuck? Where was the piano? It's later. No, the piano comes in at the beginning. No, it's later. No. Honestly, man, still like this song. Still like it. I think I've ever noticed that swell before. It's beautiful.
I was just checking to see if uh, I was having a balance problem that is making us lose the piano that Mike's expecting me to hear, but uh, it's balanced. So, uh, I don't know. Dude, it's okay, man. I don't need that fucking piano. I'm pretty sure it's just later in the song. It's alright. I'm, I mean, prob- I'm, I'm probably right. I'm not a bartender. That's okay. You're a bartender. You probably like play this song every night. Every single night I play this shit. <laughs> they look at me, my boss looks at me, and I say, what is it now, Rachel? And she says, Michael, it's time. Is it like on your list of, of closing duties? You yep. have to play the song before you can get cut? There's a button underneath the bar, and I tap it, and this song starts playing. Yep. So like I said, this premiered at number 23 here on this chart this week. Spent 26 weeks on this chart, including five weeks at number one. Propelled the album Feeling Strangely Fine to platinum status. Dude, this is some kind of remix. Something's wrong, huh? I mean, I don't... don't, I'm not mad about it, but this is... Oh, wait. I think this is a remix. I mean, it's not... It's not like a remix remix. It's just... A different mix of the original. Says 20th anniversary edition. Huh. This is weird. Let's let's see. It, no, man, it, it's see. Watch. This is different. Here, watch. Here it comes right now. See? Yeah. Huh. Weird. Sorry. It's okay. It's still really Let, let's quiet. Let's listen to the song again. The whole thing. <laughs> We're going all the way. Twice. Huh. Looks like I should have my mono turned on. Yeah. I wonder if you would have liked some of the songs you hated tonight. Sorry, I guess... Uh, my unprofessionalness is ruining the audio content of our podcast. You had the mono turned off this whole time? Well, yeah, I usually play stuff in stereo oh. through my headphones. All right. Well, well that's cool. Um, yeah. Well, uh, semi-sonic closing time. Every night, I hear it. Do you, do you really hear you? Yeah, no, there's a button. It's under the well uh, liquors, and you hit it, and this song plays. Folks, I honestly cannot tell if he's being real or joking right now. There's two wells. Uh-huh. It's the one on the right. It's the one that's closest to where you walk in and out of the of the main bar. It's the closing time button. Yep. Hmm. I didn't believe it either. What the fuck? Oh, well. Oh, 311? Fuck yeah! 
311 with Beautiful Disaster at number 22 from their record Transistor. 23 weeks on the chart, peaked at number 21. I gotta be honest, sometimes I really like 311. It's groovy. I'm not fully against them. This is some shit that makes me want to skateboard. I, I like how they, they the distortion that they're using is like way too fucking harsh. <laughs> it's unnecessarily harsh. It doesn't need to be that that fucking gritty. The gain is just way too high. Yeah. But they left it there. They just fucking left it. Chuggy chug. Yeah, okay, this is pretty th- th- bad. Th- this part this part sucks. Wow. So that's what I wasn't missing all these years. Yeah. Hmm. What? There's there's a couple of 311 songs that are pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I can imagine that to be true, but I I just never have looked them up, sought them out or anything. Um, but you know what? Maybe maybe someday. Yeah, maybe someday. Probably not. No, no. We have only one song left tonight. Do we really? 21. Jerry Cantrell. Oh. With Cut You In. From his solo album, Boggy Depot. He's like standing in a swamp on the cover. Not be a good way to end the show. Well, let's just give it a sec. It's a little bit odd. Sponsors are not going to be happy about this. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, they've heard us do worse shit. This is the worst song we played tonight. It's not the worst song. I don't like it. I'm a fan of Jerry Cantrell. I'm a fan of Alice in Chains. I, I don't mind the kind of, you know, you know maniacal insanity <laughs> that that song kind of sounded like. 
I, I appreciate it's it's in you know it's there is no worse song diabolical charm that we have played tonight. No, that was pretty. Uh, that sounded like a frog. You know who did better? Experiencing mania. Finley Quay. I don't even remember that name. Finley Quay did better. Who the than fuck that? was that? Well, if you want to hear, no, it, no, please, <laughs> please don't, please don't. You were not happy about Finley Quay. Okay. Oh, shit. And Huffamoose did much better than that. Ooh. No, they didn't. Yes, they did. Huffa Moose had a really cool, interesting, unique song. No. Yes. No, they didn't. It's true. <coughs> it's true. They didn't. God lives on. Well, God lives underwater. Um, Neither did they. Neither corner did shop, they. brimful of Asha. <laughs> no, even further away, with a flat tire. Mm, sorry, Jerry. Jerry. Sorry about that, Jerry. Jerry. Jerry Sign. I mean, what is the deal with... I'm thinking of Jerry from Rick and Morty. We're definitely going to watch that while we That's about as good a song as he could make that we just heard from Jerry Cantrell. Oh, uh... Jerry, what's their last name? Um... Smith? Morty Smith? Is that right? I think that's uh, right. Morty... uh, What is Morty's last name? But, you know, Jerry... It's not. It's not Rick's last name because Rick, his last. I mean, it, Sanchez, right? Yeah, it isn't. So it's not Sanchez, because that would be, that would be Beth's uh, maiden, maiden name. name. Yes, yes. But she married. I know how names work. She she married Jerry, so she took on his pathetic ass Smith. I think. I think it is too. Yeah. So that um, was Jerry Smith with something from some stupid album. Nobody remembers. Uh, well, you're being a little bit fucking harsh, um, <laughs> and that's fine. Are you, you some know? kind of hippie? Don't you ever degrade uh, the man that I am by calling me some stupid son what? of a bitch who enjoys being poor. You're a great man. I'm sorry. Thank you. So are you. I didn't mean it. Yes. Capitalism is king. It is. And, and you, you know what? Go out, buy yourself a soda stream. Seriously, folks. Make yourself Look, the only thing you really need in your life clear. is, uh, hold on a second, cha-ching, soda stream. <laughs> soda stream, soda stream, financial dream from the soda stream. Uh, folks, don't <laughs> buy seltzer water anymore. Don't even buy Coca-Cola. Don't, don't Instead, buy those cans. you don't need it. Save money and live better. Soda stream. We drink it straight up here. We no drink flavoring, it straight up. But SodaStream sells flavoring. They do f- sell flavoring. You flavor. can make your own Dr. Pepper at home. I, I believe can. it's called Dr. Pete. Dr. P. Pete. Pete. Like Dr. Pete. Dr. Pete. Everything you love about soda is perfected with the SodaStream. You can make yourself a cola. Stream. A you root beer. You can make yourself a cola. A root beer. Everything. Ladies, hold on. Folks, hold on one second. Cha-ching, motherfucker. Cha-ching. Stealing shit from work. (laughs) Stealing everything I can from work before I get booted. (laughs) Soda stream, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Buy that motherfucker. Use it. You will enjoy it. It will last you for fucking ever. While everyone else is popping cans like we used to. No. You'll be fucking shaking a glass of ice. Yeah. Say goodbye to the sound of do, our show, beginning you, with 
the pop of a aluminum can. That is the sound of the past. Seriously, only twelve fucking ounces. Yeah. Fuck no. that noise. I can pour myself a twenty a liter. ounce from soda stream. Have a liter of soda. Hold on a second, Have folks. A liter hold, hold of on. Sparkling. One more water. time. One more time. Fucking cha-ching. God damn! Look at all this fucking money. We're gonna be so Holy rich. Shit. Somebody, somebody, fucking help me do the taxes on this fucking windfall. What's all that, Mike? Oh, that's just shit I stole from work. Soda stream. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't say. They didn't sell us like the nature in which we had to. You know that that they wanted us to do it, but uh, I mean, because the thing is, we do use it and we like it. It's true. We're not yeah. fucking lying. No. I'm I'm looking I'm looking at the Soda Stream bottle right now, and it's huge. It holds a huge amount of water, and it actually is no no, no bullshit. It's a fucking awesome device. Next time, it's fucking awesome. next time we're just gonna go ahead and make it right here on the air. We're gonna bring yeah. the uh, the machine over here, and we're gonna pump the water full of carbon dioxide right here on Mike. Totally. No, it's great. It's way better quality than the cans. It way is. Better. I love it. And uh, you know, it's limitless. It. You can drink no, all you true. want. All right. Well, anyway, that got weird. <coughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's but what it's like to get money. You know, we've got to pay the piper. Got to pay we've the gotta, piper. We've got to respect our new Soda Stream overlords. Absolutely. Uh, and they can lord over us as hard as they want. It's fine. <laughs> We're good. Um, folks, uh, I usually end with uh, positive messages. Um, and you, you know what to do. Be good and be well. Um, don't. When you sneeze, when you sneeze, uh, do it in your fucking shirt. Don't do it mm. on your fist. Don't do it in like the corner of, of your, you know, on the opposite of your elbow. Don't turn around. Don't just like do it in the air. Um, one of the things that my boss does, I've seen her do, is she actually puts her face as low to the ground as possible. That will that works. That is actually the only other way. Uh, it's that like it, that it nose works. to floor. Almost. And then it's like it's like she's practiced. She's really good at it, and and I appreciate the way that she does that. Um, because uh, a lot of times she's she's wearing uh, these really cool turtlenecks, so it would be very difficult for her to uh, sneeze into a turtleneck because it's just, well, can't it's, you just like, and, uh, like it covers your face? Like I I don't think that that would be a pleasant thing for her. So the way that she does it, and I, I wish I could describe it so that I could tell y'all another good way to sneeze. Um, but I'm I'm just gonna leave it there because I I don't I don't know how she does it. She'll have to. I don't know. She'll have to explain to me. But it, on the only, the only other acceptable way, is inside your fucking shirt because a sneeze goes everywhere. The flu is killing people. Hmm. Don't get killed by the flu and don't go spreading that shit. Sneeze on the ground, on the fucking ground, or in your shirt. That is the only acceptable way, folks. Love each other. Love yourselves. If you don't love yourself, you will never be able to love others. And every single one of you deserves love mm. from yourself, most of all. Mm. Guys. Amen. It's been a really fucking cool night. Uh, we're going to go watch some Rick and Morty. Edit this shit down. Uh, Cha-ching. So to stream. Ladies and gentlemen, from 1990-what. I am Michael. There's Adam. That's Good night. Me. Good night. <laughs>